Okay, so what is the difference? What does all the packaging mean? We have our expert on today, as we're going to refer to him, but Nick Alt is with us, Double L Group. Just a side note, this is the first time I've ever had a family member agree to do an interview oh on KFGO. He married into the family, so maybe he doesn't want to be associated with that because he married into the family, you know, so I, I, we can be distant if you want. Nick, welcome to KFGO Radio. Well, thanks for having me. Okay, let's talk about eggs. And by the way, Nick is with Double L Group. And just to specify what Double L Group does, you guys are all about ventilation. Is that right, Nick? Yes, uh, I'm a uh, specialist in cell and ventilation into the egg industry. So I work with uh, all different types of uh, egg producers in the egg industry. Because and ventilation is important for what? Ventilation. Ventilation is important in all of agriculture. You have to get good air quality for uh, a good egg production, and uh, it's, it's good in all, all parts of agriculture, along with uh, beef and swine as well. I mean, when we think of, like, avian influenza, that's, like, your enemy, right? Yes, it's definitely enemy against all of the, not, not just uh, our, our birds, but the wild birds as well. Yeah. Nick, would we be surprised at how many egg producers there are out there because i think into my mind i'm like well yeah there's probably like two or three in the nation probably tops well i i i can be quite honest with you there's 67 major um egg producers and you have to think about eggs a a person uh you need about one hen per person so if we got 360 uh, million people then there's about 360 million uh egg layers out there as well Oh, interesting. Okay, wow. so I've got I've got a laundry list of just egg questions. So let let's just get to it. Let's get cracking. If, uh, if you did don't you mind. did you were you just are do you I've have been a, a myriad of, time. A of yes. dad jokes? Okay, so uh, one of the things that I've learned uh, about a lot of industries is there are uh, there are products that go to the consumer and then products that go to industry, and so when it comes to eggs. You know, are the same eggs that are going to uh, restaurants the same ones I'm going to find on store shelves? Um, well, the answer is sort of, sort of yes, sort of no. Um, so, I guess uh, when we think of food service or the eggs being produced for food service, um, they might be produced with just a little bit different standards than than your eggs. Uh, your table eggs is what we call them. Um, so, most most all the food service eggs are produced conventionally. And uh, we're transitioning to more and more cage-free eggs for the table egg market. Okay, let's talk about that. Cage-free, I feel, is a term that people really are using a lot when putting, like, marketing that product. Cage or free range? I don't know. Work down all of the marketing that's on an egg carton and what it means. Yes. When you're you're walking through the the aisle at the supermarket, I I just want to say it's good to be in the United States because we have options. There's a lot of uh, options that are available to us that might not be available everywhere, but it does make it confusing as well. So, I mean, we, we have things like cage-free, organic, pasture-raised, free-range, conventional, omega-3 enriched, no hormones. And so I'll just sort of uh, quickly go through those and uh, to try to give you a little clarity in what they mean. Um, so, for example, no hormones. Yes, of course, there are no hormones because it's been illegal since 1950 in all of culture. (laughs) I love that. Okay. It's a good reminder, though, just in case you've been in a coma for seven decades. 
So, and then uh, going to cage free, like I said, we're making more of a transition now. Conventional birds, they, they were produced in a housing system. It, it costs about $20 a bird to make the housing system for a cage system, whereas it costs about $55 a bird to make the housing system for a cage-free system. So it's going to be more expensive, right? So just And it costs about uh, 5% more to feed them uh, because they're using a lot more energy moving around and such for going to cage-free. So they're going to be more expensive. Um, we, we've sort of made the decision, like um, emotionally speaking, that that's what we want for eggs. So you know what? The egg industry is willing to satisfy. We're willing to produce those eggs for the, those consumers. And that cage-free just means that they're not in a cage. They're still in a barn. And oftentimes they're in an aviary system. So they're able to move vertically and horizontally within the system. But they're still within a, within a barn, but uh, they're, they're not uh, in, the, in that particular cage. Interesting. So, so that is, and yeah. that's cage free. That's not free range. Correct. That's cage free. Got it. Yes. And so, uh, as you mentioned, free range, free range. It's um, when you go to free range, you're starting to say, okay, do you delineate delineating out how much space you're going to give them? So, free range is about two square foot per bird. And they need to be able to stand up, spread their wings, um, you know, uh, be able to scratch. There's some enhancements that they have when, when they go to um, free range. They do have outside access with free range. It's not a lot of outside access, but they do have it. And uh, as long as it's good weather, right? It's, you know, they have to have six, get six hours of uh, outside access per day. And then when you need to move to a pasture raise, now you're now you're really getting into like giving them a lot of space. It's you know back up, back on the farm you might think oh geez they got a lot of space. Well, pasture raised is two and a half acres per thousand birds, and oftentimes these are built in twenty thousand bird operations, so they're given fifty acres of space for a twenty thousand birds. It is a massive amount of space that the that you're consuming for those birds, and they also have rotating pastures as well and they have to have shade and water available in their pastures so it's going to be more expensive for those for sure to produce them that way but once again the egg industries they're out to satisfy the customer if there's people that have the pocketbooks that's willing to pay for those we in the egg industry want to produce them for those consumers wow pasture raised okay are we missing anything we've gone none no hormones we've gone cage free oh the omega-3 enhanced is that what it's called Sure, yeah. So we've met, uh, I still have three to go through. I still have the organic, conventional, and oh. omega-3. Okay, okay. So, so I'll just go to organic. So organic has a lot to do with um, how the, the food is uh, growing for them. So, you know, for three years, you're not allowed to put any pesticides on, on the field. or And then all of that is also tested to be non-GMO, uh, the, the corn and soy that's being used to produce that. Um that uh, feed and they're also a veg fed now chickens are omnivores right they eat bugs and and uh, beetles and such and worms whatever but um the organic they're they're completely veg fed uh, what they're getting away from is uh, no meat and bone really that's that's a, a byproduct of of um of the industry that that's used in regular conventional feed and so that's why they go with veg fed 
in addition to the organic products. So it's organics mostly about how they're fed, but also they are 100% cage-free, the organic is, and they do have some outside access. Okay. There's a a question here at 35270. Can we ask this, Nick? Uh, This person says, do we eat the same chickens that lay eggs, or is that a whole different breed? It's a whole uh, different breed of chicken. That would be a broiler that is, would be the type that you're eating, and the ones that produce eggs would be layers. And there's uh, a few different strains of layers that they use to produce your eggs. See, there you mm-hmm. go. Okay. So now we have left conventional, and is that used on, like, an egg carton, Nick, when we look at it? Uh, I think, it like, you'd see a logo that says UEP certified. Oh, okay. Like, that would be a logo that would be like a, a, a conventional logo, and they would have to have a, a certain amount of space associated uh, within the cage in order to get that uh, uh, animal welfare certification that you're, you're getting. And, and I do want to say the reason why they have these names and or the, the standards here is they also have auditing to make sure that those eggs are being produced in the way that they're said on those cartons. So there's auditing agencies. If you read on that carton, it says a particular uh, thing. Well, there's an auditing agency that tells you exactly how it's done for that particular label. Interesting. Okay, so the one that we haven't covered then is the Omega-3 Enhanced? Yes. So Omega-3 Enhanced would be, actually, that one is actually nutritionally different than a standard egg or even organic is nutritionally the same as conventional. But the omega-3 is actually nutritionally enhanced, and they feed the the birds a special diet in order to change the nutrient profile of the egg. What exactly are they feeding them? Well, you can can feed them like um, flaxseed to get them omega-3, or you can feed them algae, either one of those products. There's algae is what the, the salmon eat. Um, well, they eat the crustaceans that eat the algae in the ocean in order to get your omega-3 from salmon. So you can you can skip, skip that by just going to algae itself. Interesting. Okay, so when you go to the grocery store, Nick, you, you know exactly what's on this packaging. You know what all of these words mean. Um, oh, should we cover like a white versus a brown egg first before I ask this? Oh, good question. Is there a difference between those? Generally, Generally, the, um, the the thing that's most closely associated with the color of the egg is the actual earlobe color on the bird. But in the egg industry, um, it's also feather color. But if you, it's on your backyard bird, it's the ear earlobe color that's associated more closely with the the color of the egg. But so uh, there's brown birds out there that uh, they're just slightly larger. They pre- uh, their eggs that they produce, um, nutritionally speaking, are exactly the same as the white eggs. But, uh, you know, we, there's brown, green, and white egg colors. And that, uh, that last uh, coloring is put on at the last stages of, of uh, egg formation. So nutritionally speaking, exactly the same, but it's good to have options. Interesting. So what do you buy when you look at all of these cartons? Does it, because I hear you saying that really, unless you have that omega-3 enhanced, you're buying essentially the same thing no matter what you're buying. Are you emotionally attached, as you call it, to any of these sort of uh, uh, marketing or packaging labels? 
I, I guess I'm, I'm not really emotionally attached to it. I, I would I would pay attention to the nu- nutritional enhancements. So, like if uh, you're pregnant or you want to have kids, I mean, um, omega three is actually good for brain health and, and such. So if you can get an enhancement that way, you know, I'd go for a nutritional enhancement. Um, there's also something really good to be said about uh, in the organic world, no pesticides being um, uh, sprayed on the crops. They you know, are, are producing your product. That's something good uh, as well. But each one of them, they have their own, they have their own specialties and there's people out there that really appreciate them for myself. You know, I, I work with them all and I really love the industry. So I, I can't pick one over the next. Eggs it. are good for you. Okay. Yeah. Eggs are good for you. On that, on that same uh, line of questioning then, what's your favorite egg specific dish are you like i'm I'm all about the scramble how are you eating i like an omelet (laughs) you know i oftentimes i i this is weird but i i I, um scramble up two eggs in the morning put cinnamon and uh clove and uh um what is it not ginger um nutmeg nutmeg all three of those with it with two eggs and put it in the microwave for a minute and 35 seconds and then that's like an egg, uh, and I put that under uh, two slices of bread, and I put jelly and jam. Yeah, good good to go. And okay. it only takes Wait me- a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I, I, I was am, not expecting that. I was not either. I had no idea. Okay, so you do nutmeg, clover. Cinnamon was in there. Cloves and, and uh, cinnamon. Wow. So you're making like a sweet, but... A Swedish savory-ish egg sandwich with jelly. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait. I'm going to try, I'm gonna this, try this too. <laughs> this, I mean, I never would have even thought about this. Neither would I. Well, there you go. I'm so basic. I'm just a fried egg over medium. It's literally what I had for breakfast this morning. Sometimes I add an extra egg white in there. So I usually do two eggs, sometimes an extra egg white, and I do them over medium with a piece of toast. See, like that's my go-to. I, I'm virtually the same. I'm an egg in the hole kind of guy. Oh yeah. So See? you know, pretty yeah. easy. I like it for toast. Dipping. Yeah, I like I like mm-hmm. the dipping, but I don't like it. It's got to be the perfect over medium, and I have mastered it. Oh, good for you. So I don't want. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so egg in the microwave, cinnamon clove nutmeg with. Bread and some jam or jelly. My life will never yep. be the same. I did not know this about you, Nick. <laughs> a minute, a minute and two, a minute and thirty-five seconds in the microwave. That that'll cook it up. If you, it, and make sure you scramble it first, or otherwise it'll explode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe you're speaking from experience. Absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. Nick Alt has been with us here on KFGO. Double L group, and also my first cousin, or married my cousin, to come on the radio with us. You're the first one of the fam to actually rip off the Band-Aid and do it. So I appreciate it, Nick. Honored to do it. There you go. Now you got <laughs> something you. to talk about the next reunion, right? There you go. It wasn't any, it we wasn't see so each bad. other all the time. Um, his wife like grew up sort of like a sister more than a cousin oh, to me. Wonderful. So we are, yeah. We're we're attached in weird and bonded ways. <laughs> Nick, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Once again, thanks for having me. Have a good day. And uh, if you want to hear this whole conversation again, it'll be podcast at kfgo.com after the show.